Alright guys, and welcome back to another episode of our Car Class Podcast. Today we're going to be looking at the AKC review that happened at the Wanneroo Tiger Kart Club in Western Australia across the weekend. So a little bit of a recap on what we thought of the track, obviously the travel to get there from a lot of the teams, how some of the local drivers went across the weekend, and just a general vibe on people's thoughts about obviously travelling for a lot of people over 3,000 kilometres to go from the eastern seaboard across to Western Australia. So... First things first, I think the Tiger Car Club did an amazing job. Like, let's be honest, to try and accommodate nearly 400 drivers, transporters, containers, trucks, there was a very big effort for a club of Tiger Car Club's magnitude to be able to, you know, look after so many carters over there. So the vibe was amazing. Like, if you go to the canteen, there's people wanting to uh, obviously get to the fences to watch some of the intense racing. They have food trucks there to give the drivers, the parents, the families access to different types of foods so rather than just getting your conventional easy to make canteen food there was things like bao buns there was ice cream machines there was uh, wood-fired pizza fancy hot dogs so it really gave families an opportunity to get access to food quickly but also take a little bit of pressure off the cart club as well having to uh, to try and accommodate so many people really cool vibe a lot of people wanting to watch they had the outgrid covered up which is cool to keep the drivers and mechanics out of the elements there they also had pop-up marquee in between the canteen and the outgrid as well so in case there was uh, going to be any rain but there was plenty of sunshine luckily kept family members from being out in the sun all day as well so they got some grandstands put in for the weekend to accommodate mechanics and spectators watching you know, the pit space, but from what I could see, it fit everyone in. There was a little bit of space at the top end towards the back half of the track. So, you know, they managed that quite well to fit in all those large transporters and big marquees and so on. From the actual track itself, I think it was actually a really nice track. Like, I haven't raced there for 18 years. It was uh, an Australian title race back in 2005. Daniel Ricciardo raced in the junior ranks back then. I was in the senior ranks. But I just think it raced, it raced well that it presented opportunities to pass on most corners which is what you want as a as a racing driver but it also it had this tire degradation with the abrasiveness of the racetrack so with tire management that's not something that a lot of drivers are used to now because we're getting uh sticky tires we're getting tires that last a decent amount of time and for a lot of races especially younger kids you can just drive 110 percent every single race and not have any tire drop off and for drivers learning if they want to get into race cars or just faster carts, like especially our shifter carts, tire management is key that you might have to drive at 85% in the heat races so that you're not sliding the cart around, you're not sliding to the braking zone, you know, just powering through corners to get that one fast lap. You might be driving five or six tenths slower. And what that does is at the back half of the weekend, it allows you to have a little bit more tire life and that's when your advantage comes into play. So over longer laps, when there's a big drop-off for the drivers around you, you've got a little bit more tread, a little bit more grip, you can carry a bit more speed, and that obviously makes it easy to overtake drivers or to pull away from the drivers that you're around. Now, what we'd see is if a driver had a few issues in the previous races, so they might have had a mechanical breakdown or they may have had an incident, then what would happen is in the upcoming races, they would have a distinct tire advantage. So that might have been, I'd say, probably two to three tenths Per race, so if you missed a, a heat race of 12 laps, the following race that you would go out, you'd have probably a two or three tenth advantage. Now, if you're looking at a 12 lap race, that's probably between two and a half and three seconds that you would gain on your position. Coming into play is that you'd have to start a little bit further back because if you had an incident, the chances are on points, you'd go, you'd fall down the order a little bit. 
but you'd start to see those carts making their way further forward, which is actually kind of cool to see because it produced good racing. So you'd have a driver have an incident, you'd think, oh, oh shit, their weekend's done. But you know what? Because they've got a tire advantage, they can actually pass the other competitors a little bit easier. And one of our drivers had an unfortunate incident where his brakes uh, sort of half failed and the accelerator got stuck and he actually missed two races from the incident. But with that tire advantage, he went from like 24th to 6th, 24th to 7th in two heat races, which it would have been hard working 12 laps to do that if we were on the same tire strategy as everyone else, just doing the, the other races. So it brought people back into the weekend if you did have an incident, which I thought was kind of cool. For a lot of these junior kids, rather than just going flat out every lap, you had to sort of tell them, you know, like, you just got to take it easy in the heats. And that one position that you want in a heat race, it might cost you four positions further back in the final because you're going to have no tire life to actually fight. So I thought it was quite good. I thought um, the people there were really, really lovely to get along with. Obviously, I had Mr. Wildman, the president for the Tire Car Club. He was managing the gate uh, in the mornings. You know, it takes a big effort as a president to run the club. And then it obviously takes a great person to be able to volunteer their time to manage you know, the people getting in and out of the circuit, where to park, where to pit, and so on. So a big thank you goes out to the Tire Car Club, Karting WA, and Mr. Wildman as well. I think they did a, an incredible job. It was really cool to see the local drivers having an advantage this time. Like, let's be honest, when you're having a major race at one of your home tracks, you want that advantage. If you're gonna race at Oakley or Todd Road, I feel like with the amount of laps that I've done and just knowing the surface and the way the track plays out, that we have an advantage there because we've grown up at that circuit. And we we're fortunate enough to see, it was definitely three drivers from WA that won the final, which was um, Jake Estek in Cadet 9, Jake Sawyer in X30, and also Jake Claridge in KZ2. And that's really cool for these guys to be able to compete against the country's best drivers on their own circuit and go and take it to them and take the round win. So, you know, now it moves on to Newcastle as well. And then there's going to be some local drivers there. They're going to perform probably a little bit better than what they may have at other racetracks. But that's the really cool thing about having a five-round championship and sort of splitting between different states is that there's going to be some rounds where you're going to have an advantage and there's going to be some rounds where you're going to find it a little bit more difficult as well. I thought the fact they had a Thursday practice was quite good. Obviously, for a lot of drivers traveling, you know, thousands of Ks, we had quite a big contingent from New Zealand. I also had a drive from the United States travel all the way across to Perth. So having that additional day of practice, I think it was only four or five sessions, but when you've got practice and then you get to sleep on that, that helps out a lot. When you go to Friday practice and you go to qualify in that afternoon, sometimes in the rush of things and having those five sessions straight back to back, it's quite hard to then actually process what's going on, where your braking markers are. But when you've got a chance to have some dinner, refresh, think about it, visualize it, get onto the track next day, it can definitely... Um, speed things up a little bit for you so i thought the thursday practice worked out quite well and you know for a lot of the race teams that have traveled with their trucks their transporters uh, and so on we saw the top gun racing team had a container decked out from sydney and driven across it's really cool to see that so many teams did you know make the effort to go across there but also make it back safely as well so we want to uh, congratulate those race teams who put in those hard yards to actually travel in excess of six thousand k's round trip to support Karting Australia and to support the Australian Kart Championships, I think it was an incredible job. But just want to say congratulations and a great effort from yeah, the Tire Kart Club and Karting WA. I think it was um, yeah, a really enjoyable race. And if we do go back to WA in the future, yes, the travel may have been pretty far, but once you actually got to the track, the experience there was, um, was second to none. So congratulations to those guys all involved. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. 
I'm your host, David Serra, Adding Time Australian Champion. There will be more podcasts like this in the near future, so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm.